0: Hello, I'm Angela. And I'm Marie, the second half of this mother and daughter team.
1: Welcome to Chakra Checkups.
0: We're here to guide you on your quest for spiritual knowledge and enlightenment.
1: Hello. Hello. So it's been a wild year and you wanted to kind of do this episode and talk about everything that happened kind of an end of end of the year recap of 2022 well
0: it has been a fabulous
1: year and it has
0: been a wild year and there have just been so many great things that happened this year and of course one of the big ones has been the podcast yeah i'm old school i actually had never heard of a podcast this is gonna probably (laughs) <laughs> people but I
1: didn't even know what one was I mean that was one of my favorite stories that I tell some of my friends is that you we, well, you did a reading for our family friend, Chip, and he has a podcast and he asked you to be a guest on his. And you called me up all excited and you're like, Angie, Angie, Chip asked me to be on a podcast. And I was like, that's awesome, mom. And then the next thing that came out of your mouth was, what is a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I had no
0: idea. And- yeah. And of course, I love doing it with Chip, and then you had this idea to do some, and we've been doing it, and I think this is great. It's a great media,
1: it's a great way to get things out there for people. Yeah, I think you have that part backwards, though. This was all your idea. <laughs> <laughs> Initially, I was resistant, because I was like, that sounds like a whole nother job for me. <laughs> well, however
0: that happened, it... Uh, yeah you know it's a it's a whole new world (laughs) yeah it's a whole new world
1: yeah I mean now I really enjoy it but um initially I didn't even want to be a host with you on it so uh full full turn tables on that one but now it's now it's been really amazing actually to work on it with you well
0: I appreciate your struggle and I'm sure there are other people (laughs) out there (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate you struggling along with it, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just the initial two episodes. It was a struggle, but you yeah. know, we're good now. Good. It's, it's getting better. <laughs> yeah, Um. but, like, let's start from kind of the beginning because you weren't even doing readings Um. last year. you. I mean, I remember you doing them when I was in high school a lot, and then you took a break from doing them, and I really feel like me and you were just chatting on the phone and it was just one of the conversations that I had with you of like why aren't you doing this anymore?
0: Well it wasn't so much that I wasn't doing it at all it's just that I'm in such a a remote location taking care of my 93 year old mother that it's almost impossible for anyone to find me. Yeah. On a rare occasion I'd still connect with someone and I had never in my lifetime made any effort to have a a site up or to do something like a podcast or anything like that I had pretty much worked just with doctors referrals and things but since I have been taking care of mom almost since about 1975 it's just been more and more difficult to be out there and connect because I don't have the time really, to leave where I am. So when you mentioned uh, the idea of a site, I thought, well, that might work. I had no idea even how to make a site. And so really, again, it came back to you. You put up the site
1: and... Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you... You had initially said, like, if there's, you know, like, I'm not not doing readings, and if you have a couple friends or somebody that wants a reading, then you would do them. And I, I mean, there's such a large group of women in the town that I live in that are all about spiritual healing and personal growth that... I was like, "Are you sure? Because you're going to be really busy." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and now it's like the old days. <laughs> so now we're talking about. Uh, I guess it was around in August that we started, and uh, it's no, about how the does-
1: site went up in May. In May, okay. Yep. So we we did the site in May and then you've done how many readings since the site was launched, do you think?
0: I can tell you exactly how many. Uh, 152. Nice. 152. So that's a big change.
1: Yeah. And (laughs) more trickling in every day, it seems. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) So, and that's been fabulous for me because one thing I've seen, and I was just contemplating that the real difference between, again, I'm really seeing the difference between 20 years ago, 40 years ago, and now the dynamic difference in people that I'm doing the readings for. I'm also seeing the dynamic difference in some people, how quickly that they make changes when you mention something to them about their chakra system. We have had people good friends of yours angie that i'll tell them something and how to change it and within two or three days they're like okay now i'm lucid dreaming and i'm walking on the astral with my master and he taught me this and he taught me that yeah things
1: yeah i mean i know um quite a few of my friends have turned into your biggest fan for sure (laughs) Well,
0: and that isn't really about me. I think it's about how dynamic the 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 new this generation is and the time where we are in
1: in the in the in the whole timeline right now. Well, what- I think it's I think it's par- partially that, but then also there's so many people that are making a lot of claims in the spiritual realm that don't have a lot of information or experience to back it up. And so I think to really talk to someone that like really like it feels like you're looking into someone's soul and stuff and being able to tell us stuff that we don't even know about ourselves so it's easy to you know hear that and then have it like almost instantly confirmed with the things that you do know about that are going on with your body and then you're like whoa and this is what i'm capable of like okay like game on let's go
0: exactly what some people have done yeah and we have just seen some amazing and dynamic changes in people in days in days, not weeks or months, but in days. And we have seen some incredible healing in just a month or two of people that were incredibly sick, yeah. just, just falling apart, incredibly sick. So that is to me that's just wonderful because that's what i believe in my my goals in life are to create light to help alleviate suffering and to do random acts of kindness that's what i am all about and so when that's happening out there i'm happy that's what i want to have happen and the podcast have been really helping that to even happen more rapidly because and we've had 800 people listen to at least one podcast or 800 listens
1: 900 now we just 900, 900.
0: so yeah. that means I don't have to say the same thing that 100 times <laughs> 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 and, yeah. and that's really great I can see where this whole podcast thing has got potential <laughs> 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 People don't realize when they talk to me. You know, I'm 70 years old, so I'm. You know, I was born in 1953. I'm very old school.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm still learning how to use the smartphone. Yeah, anyway. well, I mean, I could go on and on with uh, all of our our tech tech issues and what we have but to give people a little bit of a reference i bought you a mouse for christmas and a wireless mouse that just has a usb port to plug in and you plugged it in and you told me it didn't work (laughs) and uh you just did not move the mouse to check (laughs) well there
0: was no light nothing that came on (laughs) so i thought it was supposed to do something anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah it does something when you move it
0: point taken oh
1: baby steps we're doing baby steps baby steps tech world but you know we've, we've got the our chakra world
0: the chakra world the entity world that's not a problem for me this tech yeah. stuff it's a little bit more complicated much more complicated <laughs> than chakras or ghost or entities that stuff's
1: simple <laughs> i think i think many people would disagree with you on that. And... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know when you mention that uh, people getting the wrong information yes and you know what to those shaman or faux shaman as i call them out there shame on them when they are giving the wrong information i had just a couple weeks ago or maybe less than that someone come to me that went to a supposed shaman who told them they actually took their chakras out yeah because and there
1: was an entity and they needed to be removed right and they they literally told this woman that
0: he took out four chakras but he left her three and whoever you are out there shame on you shame you- on you
1: <laughs> you bad bad boy right <laughs> and so If anyone's trying to tell anybody else that their chakras need to be removed, just tell us why. Why is this false information?
0: Well, first, that's like saying you're going to take out the uh, light of a star or the pinpoint of uh, the uh, origin point of creation. It can't be done. A yeah. chakra is is an energy point of generation. It's the point of where you generate energy in your body. It isn't a physical thing like you're gonna take it out and throw it in the chakra compost bin. <laughs> <So. Yeah. laughs> it's a it's a point in your body where from where you generate energy from there out. Yeah. And as long as you're alive and generating energy, positive or negative, it's going to be there. It's impossible to remove. And even the, you know, I've mentioned to a few people this chakra removal. The people with the most rudimentary uh, sense of chakras all started laughing. I mean, it just is the most absurd thing. But it's just sad that there are that kinds of shaman out there and that's part of the reason that we are doing the podcast and that's part of the reason that i did decide to go more public and come out there because that kind of thing just shouldn't be happening yeah on the bright side i I, I can put them back for half price (laughs) (laughs) good grief taking out (laughs) (laughs) somebody's <laughs> oh, and I can't even imagine what this person probably paid for that. I I don't even want to know. I didn't ask her because I I would probably have a complete fit. But yeah, in, I, I mean, mean,
1: there's a lot of healing and stuff for, you know, these package deals of doing one thing or the other. I think a lot of people try to go to people cuz they are feeling lost and hear someone that's saying that they you know, can help you in X, Y, or Z in some, in some way, but like, how do we pick out the people that are real and the ones that are maybe not like complete fakes or, but just less experienced or yeah. Like, you know, are getting false information of healing out there. Well, you know,
0: when I tell people they're navigating through the psychic world, I tell them this, trust very little of what you hear, half of what you see and all of what you feel. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone has a big story, the bigger the story, the less I'm likely to trust them. And if you have a feeling that what they're saying just doesn't feel quite right, you are probably right on. It isn't quite right.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: everyone has good intuition we're born with that that's our that is our gift from spirit to help protect us and everyone has angels that will help you to channel good intuition to keep you safe so when someone comes along with this great deal how they're going to i don't know wave this around and put hot rocks on you and do whatever they're gonna do rub you from head to toe with mud or whatever and it's going to do whatever it's going to do. Trust your intuition.
1: Mm-hmm. I think because, that was one of my biggest takeaways for this year for me is to start trusting my intuition a lot more than I have been. It's very important. important. It's working out better so far.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Isn't that one of those memes that you showed me? Someone had a box of red flags and said i'll date it for six months anyway
1: oh i, I mean those are some of my favorite to re- repost of uh <laughs> i think i think the one that i might have sent you was like i thought we were playing capture the flag or something <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh it is sad that there is very inaccurate information out there and there are people out there that they want you to come back for many many sessions because they want to do it for a living and they're afraid that they're going to not have enough business yeah i have to i had to go on i had to have you set up this appointment app to uh limit how many appointments we can get at a time otherwise i would be completely buried so we're not having any problem with enough sessions um
1: yeah i mean there's I don't know how many billion people on the planet, but there's uh, plenty of people out there.
0: (laughs) Uh, And we never, I never get to zero these days. I've never run out of, I always have somebody that wants a reading. I always have four or five or six people in a, in a line. So I don't think that anybody should be afraid if they're genuine, that they're going to not have clients. I think they should, they should trust their intuition and be, be willing to say they know or they don't know and get out there and do their best to actually heal people yeah this, there are a lot of people that i'm running across that's interesting this year a lot of people that are very very advanced and they are not willing to get in the game what do you they mean about- they've got the best chakra system they've got everything you would want to be a really top-notch healer or shaman and they don't want to have anything to do with it they just well no i'm you know i know i can do all this but eh, i don't think so i think i'll just be an accountant or i'll be whatever they're doing and play football with my family on the weekends and part of that i think is because the whole spiritual business has gotten such a bad rap that they don't want to be part of that they don't want to be in it
1: so yeah I mean I think that's where a lot of my personal beliefs have uh lied as well of growing up with you and kind of knowing like at least in my heart what is real and what is true and then people that claim to be doing similar the same things I'm just like nope I know that's not accurate that's not how it works and uh yeah finding it hard to want to be in some of those circles of people that are you know spiritual beings
0: but on the other hand there's also areas and stuff where there are big spiritual groups and stuff growing and the other another great thing about this year for me and and i think for a lot of people is discovering there are hot spots spiritual hot spots out there in the world and Toto Santos definitely seems to be one of them. I think that I have never come across such a strong concentration of very advanced spiritual
1: people. So yeah, in, and you think about that as just being like this town, Toto Santos, but um, I'm kind of wondering just statistically if that's Areas that have more sunlight and are maybe more remote or more of a third world country place. Like I think if you look at the countries with the happiest people in the world, you are going to find the ones that are closer to the equator to be the, the happier populations. And I'm wondering if those are just the areas where these hot spots are, is that people are enjoying their life in an everyday stance a little bit more
0: i'm not sure that it's about enjoyment what i'm talking about is just some phenomenally really advanced people gathering into a very tight area mm-hmm. and, a, and a very high concentration out of the people that i've done in Toto santos there's an enormously high amount of very very powerful people now i've been doing groups uh, you know in Colorado and LA and different areas it's more just spread out like you would expect some people right it, some not so good
1: I guess where I'm getting to is that the reason we are all here is because we gravitate towards a less traditional lifestyle to begin with and we all want to be warm and we want to be able to go to the beach
0: well, there are a lot of beaches in the world, but yeah. I don't suspect that every population on every beach is going to be a similar demographic. Yeah.
1: I, I don't really know, I think- guess I just see like places like Bali also being some sort of a hot spot. I know that you haven't done a lot of a lot of or any readings in Bali, but I wonder if you started to do that you would see a, a similar pattern.
0: I don't know all those people in Bali come and get a reading from me let's find out
1: (laughs) (laughs) we'll find the other hot hot, through process of elimination of my mom doing readings on the people on the planet
0: (laughs) i don't know but i do know that todos santos is definitely one Mm. definitely there's something going on there and and it isn't all over mexico and it isn't cancun it's todos santos so there's something definitely something
1: Another thing that came up in conversation recently, which I thought was pretty interesting, and I'm wondering if you can myth bust this. I was on the beach talking to a friend and he heard a story of a guy that got a heart transplant and then the the person that received the heart transplant started having food cravings that he didn't like to eat beforehand and so he actually tracked down the family of the donor and started talking to them and then the foods that he was craving were foods that um the person that donated uh his heart like really enjoyed through his lifetime so as you're saying like chakras are energy uh centers do you think some of that could be passed on through that kind of surgical
0: Well, this probably won't make me very popular, but from what I've seen and what I've seen regarding energy, I am against body part transplants Mm -hmm. because I've seen too much energy that can be uh, trapped in physical, even physical items, even uh, jewelry items and certainly, and things like wigs and, things that you would think would be so um, unimportant, uh-huh. even clothing, an old coat from somebody can have so much of their energy that it can make someone sick or affect their mood or affect their, their environment. But definitely what you're talking about in terms of having a heart or a kneecap or something like that, uh, an eye in, in, from somebody else, that energy can definitely affect you. Even if you don't feel the effect, you still in reality have entered into a contract with that person mm-hmm. and their soul, because to the degree that they are connected to that energy of their body or, and have, or have not let it go, then you are also connected to that until that's resolved. Yeah. So if you have a transplant with a person that's completely energetically clean, that could all go really well. If you had a transplant from somebody that had tremendous amount of issues, um, maybe not so well. Right. And personally, if I was dying and they said I needed a kidney or something, I'd say, I'll go ahead and die and come back and work it out.
1: Yeah, which is yeah which is fascinating because it I mean it does save like a lot of people's lives but and to me I mean thinking like oh I take on one or two of this these person's problems then uh with the right knowledge you could clean it up after
0: and that's might be possible uh it's very likely that I mean you're gonna work it out at some point um and maybe it's good to think of think that through from that point of view and decide how much of that you're willing to do and how much you're not i personally this is just personal and i'm not saying what anybody should or shouldn't do i personally would not want to risk changing my path because i took somebody's whatever body part Mm -hmm. and i would not be willing to be a donor yeah and yeah and it's not for selfish reasons because i would love to save anybody's life but I would not want to be trapped into some sort of energy on the astral. I spend a lot of time on the astral dealing with people very intimately and very consciously in various different situations and helping them work through it. And I'm not convinced that having a transplant is always a clean piece of energy. I don't have a lot of evidence one way or the other. So, you know i could be wrong yeah but um following
1: my feeling i'm i'm come down on the side against it at this time yeah i mean i just thought it would be i hadn't heard of anything like that happening necessarily and i was wondering if you could just share some insight on it so i think things like that are pretty fascinating to think about and consider
0: but i do i do notice that things in a household that things that people worn, people things that have people's little tiny hairs or skin on it still have their vibration and that's one thing you can think of before the end of the year you want to end your year well get rid of everything that if it's around from somebody and you don't like it get it out of your closet get rid of everything that has a vibration from some old relationship or something that uh you don't care about anymore because you'll be surprised when all of that stuff is gone out of the house. The vibration changes. Yeah. It definitely does. Because there is energy in all of those things.
1: Yeah. I mean, that definitely kind of makes me rethink even like secondhand shopping to some degree. But... Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I don't even like to give my clo- old clothes to goodwill. I mean, I want to help people again. But I, that makes me feel a little weird about having them wear my clothing, too, old clothing, unless it's just something super great, and I'll have it clean, dry cleaned really well and, and, and pass it on because I just, again, I don't want to link to somebody and, and set up a relationship yeah. with them yeah, energetically. So, you know, you might think, well, maybe... Maybe they stabbed you in the heart, so you had to go get their heart. And you could look at it that way too. It's it's a complicated issue.
1: Yeah, I guess to wrap it up, we also we have a, somebody who wrote in a question on Instagram. Okay, uh, from Kelly, she says, "I'd love to hear how your mom suggests finding a soulmate, or if she believes in soulmates."
0: Um, okay, one of the things you can do to help you to find your, your mate is to ask your angels to draw an energy line around you that will keep anybody that is not right for you away from you. The other thing is to give up anybody that you're hanging with that you know is not right for you. Mm -hmm. You can't, you know, you can't fill a box that is already full. So. You can't find your soulmate while you're hanging out with somebody that you know darn well is the wrong person for you. Mm -hmm. So decide that you're going to be available. Then ask your angel to draw an energy line to attract to you the perfect person and keep away anybody that you should not be with. And then in your mind, start to actually picture this person feel them, feel them out there. If they're out there, if they're in reincarnated at this time and available to you, you should be able to feel them. Literally hold your hand up and say, do I feel them? Are they really out there right now? Because they may may not be out there for you. It's an interesting thing, Machine, who I had spent some time with this psychic that uh, was probably more of a mentor than anyone I ever had. When she was I think it was when she was 20, she went to a psychic and said, when am I going to find my soulmate? When am I going to get married? Or is it ever going to happen? Because in Brazil, to not even be married at 20 was pretty old. And the psychic said to her, definitely, you're going to find the right one. But he hasn't been born yet. Mm -hmm. 20 years later, she met this 20-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And they got married and they have a fabulous relationship and he is the right one for her. And they had a little son. I met their son. I met the husband. They're all very happily married, a happy family. So sometimes there can be circumstances such
1: as that. Yeah. So trust your feeling. Yeah. How, yeah. How do you know? <laughs> how do you know someone is the right one? How do you know if they're out there?
0: Hold up your hand, go into a meditation, hold up your hand, put it out there and say, feel it. Do I is he out there? Can I can I feel him? Yeah. You will you will know. You gotta learn to trust your feeling. Yeah. You may have to do it more than once. Yeah. But you can feel it.
1: Okay. It can be done. It can be done. (laughs) More meditation practices before bed. All right. (laughs)
0: another great thing that happened this year, I always love it when there are instantaneous healings. And I was giving a lot of thought to this, um, actually just today, because there have been times in my life where there's just a sudden and instant healing from an angel when I'm working on someone, or in this case, it was an animal. I had a friend, uh, I have a friend that she has a beautiful dog, and the dog suddenly took a rapid decline. And it was interesting, the day before I found out this dog was sick, I saw the dog on the astral in just his soul body, just a white, all white, like an angel, romping around. And I thought, the dog's name is Jade. And I said, Jade, what are you doing? And it was just running around in this field and ran up to me and was having this wonderful time. And then I thought, Oh my goodness, Jade is going to die or maybe it's already dead because why is it here without a body running around in the astral? So I went to see my friend and she said the dog was very, very sick. She took the dog to the vet and the dog, the vet said the dog had a major tumor and the tumor just ruptured and the dog nearly bled out and they, had her uh overnight gave her um some transfusions and sent her home and the vet said well you either have to remove her leg and then she'll probably die or just spend a day with her and we'll put her to sleep and i went to see her and i put my hands on her and i thought i do not want this dog to die and as i said that these two little blue lights and this and this white light leaped into her and i went back the next day and this dog looked like she was five years younger she the lump was gone she bright she leaped up she was not to not look sick does not act sick her coat was shiny like shiny gold she's a kind of a yellow orange dog and, and she was just happy and bright eyed and looked great and i'm like how's she doing carol and she's carol said she's doing great <laughs> she looks great
1: and and weeks later i got to meet jade and she just seemed like the happiest like healthy normal dog and uh, i
0: know and uh, today i you know I-, I take gifts to people because of my random acts of kindness i brought Jade a pack of organic hot dogs today, and Jay just leaped up and <laughs> walked home with me, I walked a couple blocks and just as happy as can be, was very happy about the hot dogs. <laughs> I fed her a hot dog and left the rest of the package there. and uh, she's doing great. I mean, the vet said she was going to live two days max, and it's been weeks, and the dog looks fabulous. So all I can think is that I think sometimes when you really, really want a healing, When this has happened, this has happened a few times for me. I'm not taking credit for this. I think the angels when I just refuse to have someone be ill or I refuse to have someone die, the angels somehow respond to the fact that I love them so much and I don't want them to die and they just heal them. Yeah. And uh, that happened to a gentleman once in Brazil. It happened to my best friend Donna who had so many tumors i just said no way you can't die and uh she didn't and uh and this in this case jade yeah don't everybody line up and bring your sick dogs here <laughs> but, uh, but you could all do the same thing put your your dog and say no way i don't want my dog to be sick and yeah. uh, you know and think love and light and maybe the angels will do the same thing yeah there are miracles
1: yeah and you're just making them happen left and right
0: <laughs> i'm not making them happen i'm just an extension court. the angels making them happen
1: yeah always a good reminder that anyone is capable of doing the same thing right anybody
0: can say i don't want my dog to die yeah you ask their angels to heal them for yeah. sure That's one thing I want to make sure everybody understands. I don't think anything that happens around me is just because of me. It never is. We're all the same.
1: I think some people would just argue that you're more connected and so it's more accessible for you.
0: Well, maybe I'm more practiced. Yeah. But then that's only just practice.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's the same thing of being like, anyone can paint or anyone can be an artist or anyone can pick up an instrument and learn is that some people are like i could never do it and then really when it comes down to it it takes a lot of time and practice to get there
0: except that i have noticed sometimes when it comes to miracles or comes to there's an energy about being emphatic that sometimes makes things happen In an instant. It's like you just get into a space of there's no other acceptable outcome. Uh This dog, I do not want this dog to die. That was my thought at that moment. It, it, It wasn't like, oh, I hope this dog lives. I, it was just a, it was a thought with no other acceptable outcome. And sometimes when you have that energy, things happen anybody can do that yeah <laughs> you don't sound too convinced
1: <laughs> no i'm i'm just agreeing with you um okay and that can happen with finding your soulmate yeah i think you just tend to always leave me a bit speechless and over thinking that and um you know, as we have these conversations often I'm like, okay, how do I implement that? Or like that's something to really take to heart in my own thought process when I'm trying to do things for myself is that it's like it's not not a question.
0: Well, I mean, on the lighter side, when I took your grandma, she wanted to go into the casino, the Seven Feathers casino. And as we were walking in, I said, you know what? Probably lady luck isn't a concept i mean isn't just a isn't just a song it probably actually is a a kind of an angelic being and so we should just have lady luck rain down gold energy on us and we should go in there and we will just win and that's what's going to happen and we went in and i put twenty dollars in this machine it was a one dollar bet machine And I pushed the maximum bet, which was five dollars, and it went bing, 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 right down and did the won the jackpot. Yeah. And which was four thousand dollars. And then you have to wait and wait because they have to go get people and everything. They can't just give you the money. And so while they were doing that, I went to the machine right next to it (laughs) and won nine hundred dollars. And then I had to wait for that one. It was sort of annoying. And then (laughs) I went to another one. And I won a jackpot on that one. <laughs>
1: yeah. Annoying only for the casino owner, Mom. <laughs>
0: well, anyway, but <laughs> the thing, it was the same thing. It's the same type of energy, just emphatic. There wasn't like another option. Just picture it. This, this is what- the way it is going to be. There is not another option. And... Go put your twenty dollars in. Yeah, we walked out of there with six thousand dollars, and we weren't even in there ten minutes. Yeah, amazing. That was this year. No, that wasn't this year, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you can more <laughs> often. <laughs> so that's something someone could do at the end of the year. Try yeah. that one out. Yeah, maybe you could go into a casino win the big jackpot turn around and find your whatever uh soulmate uh, life pl- soulmate yeah. who wandered in there because they needed to make a phone call or something and then you know give them a dollar from your win for the phone call and uh, you'll
1: be fast friends i don't think anyone's paying for pay phones anymore mom i don't even oh, know they there you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> it's I- gonna be a long time before i got this whole uh, down. <laughs> maybe next year <laughs>
1: there's hope for two, tw- 2023 <laughs> 2022 version maybe somebody's <laughs> phone has died and you've offered to let them borrow your phone <laughs> anyway
0: the point is that it's intention and it's focus. and probably if there's anything that i have that other people think they don't have it's that I do have a very good ability to focus my mind when I decide to. Yeah. And that may be the big difference. Yeah. Between me and whoever. One of the things that we, I, I was reminded of over and over again this year is people's desire to be more abundant. And I'm learning more about that. You're learning more about that. And, and the thing that, it all comes down to is precision planning there's more to being abundant than just saying I want to be abundant yeah Uh, because
1: what does that really mean anyways like abundant in what way so if you're asking for a vague thing you don't really know what to get back I guess
0: It's incredibly big. Someone said to me the other day on the phone, I want my angels to make me incredibly abundant. And I I said, well, what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. You could get, you could get home and have 10,000 rubber bands. I mean, that doesn't mean anything. (laughs) It could mean everything. It could mean nothing. And angels can only do what you ask them to do. So they're not going to know what that means. That there's a lot of leeway in that you could yep. say i want a car and a child could hand you a plastic car yeah um, that's very not pacific but
1: it's kind of um, like when someone says show me a sign and it's like well what kind of sign would you like to see
0: <laughs> exactly exactly and then you get a notice that your job is being discontinued um, yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: so we don't want to wish that on any of our listeners so
0: so it helps it really helps when you have goals you want abundance to be very clear about what you want put in as much details and if it's not working add more details now you were telling me about your your show that you were doing yeah
1: i did a jewelry show that was a friday saturday and sunday show and Um, I think I'm really good at materializing things and in the material world. And so I went into the show being like, I want to make, you know, $1,500 in jewelry sales this weekend. And then I kind of got cheeky with it. And I was like, No, I think I want to make like 2000. And so the last day I had about 1500 and there was a few hours left and I'm like, well, I'm just going to stay here because like I said, I wanted to make 2000 and I that's what I want to do. And by just like 30 minutes before the end of the show, it was like $2,050. Exactly. That's yeah. that
0: good materialization. Be clear. Your angels know exactly what you want. And then that can happen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've had that before where, um, you know, shipping can be hard from Mexico. And so I remember someone doing a shout out to one of the community, community group chats that I'm in. And they said, you know, I would be willing to take any packages up for someone. And I kind of looked at my phone and I was like, oh, that's a bummer. I don't have any you know, online sales. What a waste to have this person go up without any, any packages for me and put my phone down. And a couple hours later, uh, had, you know, a sale that came through online and I was like, Oh, well, great. Now I can send one with them. (laughs) I was
0: reminded when I had a massage business and I had rented an office and I was worried about covering the cost of this rent in a with my massages and I had no appointments and I walked out onto the street. um, And I just looked up at the sky and I raised my fist and I said, I need appointments and I need them now. I want them right now. And then I went back in the office and 10 minutes later, the phone started ringing and within a half an hour, six people had called me for appointments. Yeah. And That is what you need to do to materialize. You have to be very specific about what you need when you want it, how you want it, how much you want it. Um, As many details as you want. And as many details as you can put in as precisely as you can put it in with everything from the color, the size, the range, everything. And then your angels can work with you and the universe can work with you and you can have the abundance that you would like to have it can happen
1: but then so mom does that need to be something that is actually like a tangible thing because you know there is the the lottery and stuff and you're like i want the winning numbers and a lot of those don't happen is it in the way that you decide and that you believe you can get there that partially makes it like happen
0: one thing I do know about things that have happened for me is that there is an energy not of of wishing and hoping and sort of mewling sad I can't have anything and I wish it would happen sort of energy but more like a stomping my foot and and raising my fist to the sky and saying this is what has got to happen
1: yeah and that's being even more decisive about it
0: very decisive and like a bolt of lightning just goes out from you and like this is how it's gonna have to be Mm -hmm. and my friends that like my friend donna that i talked about that i was determined that she get well and and the dog jade that i was determined they get well it was also that type of energy i think the people that become miraculous healers they have that kind of focus and that kind of energy they're putting that out i think angels can really grasp those kind of messages and run with that that is what you want to to want to do and that's how you want to focus your energy for both your material world and for your spiritual world and your your healing ability, too. Uh, I've, I've told the angels, I, I need something better. I need it sharper. I need people to be able to feel it 3,000 miles away. I need it to be fast. And everything in my realm of my healing ability has greatly improved since I've been more demanding about that and more precise about what I want. Mm-hmm. So that's the idea is determine what you need and want to have so that you will be abundant spiritually and physically and mentally and put that out there and ask for that there's no reason you can't have what you want
1: yeah so I guess in in some ways it's almost like you because you have to believe can have it then it has to be more of a tangible thing that you believe in that you deserve and can have that it's, you know instead of like I guess what I'm trying to say is like wishing for the lottery is like it, the more specific and more tangible you believe you can have the more likely it is to happen with that decisive thought pattern yes
0: uh, yes and I think that the more you get used to doing that the more you're able to ask for things That you maybe didn't think you were going to be able to have at your time. So you get more, more courage. Mm -hmm. You develop your courage. You develop your ability to focus that. And you broaden your horizons as to what is available out there for
1: you. Mm -hmm.
0: Because there is a lot out there that's available for you.
1: Yeah, you just have to believe you deserve it, right? <laughs> you don't even have to deserve it. I don't know
0: anywhere that says you must be deserving. I haven't seen that written anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that, that again, that's a limitation that maybe people put on things that, I don't know, I don't ever think of, I want to be a healer if I'm deserving. I think I want to help people and, come on, angels, make make that happen.
1: Well, I guess I'm not thinking about it in that way, but for the people that think they don't deserve to have things and then continue to not have very good luck. Well, that certainly, if that's what they thought,
0: that would certainly hold them back. Yes. Yeah. So I think in order to be abundance, you just start being precise as to what you do want and what you think you can have and... Ask your angels and start to put it out there and watch your world change.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because everything is available to you, the tips of your fingertips, so to speak.
0: If you can imagine it, if you can see it, picture it, see it, say it, you can have it. Yeah. So let's imagine an amazing
1: new year. Yeah, go into this year imagining (laughs) all of the things that are going to go right this year and all of the things that you want to have in as much specific detail as you can picture. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Write that out in your book. Start writing those details down.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's all of the, you know, the secret of manifestation is writing it down and picturing it in your mind and start making things happen
0: feel it picture see it say it
1: yeah (laughs) let's make the world a better place (laughs) sounds good
0: (laughs) i hope everybody has a fabulous 2023 and everybody decides to generate more light to help their neighbors heal to help themselves heal and to do random acts of kindness look around you and see what you can do for someone who
1: least expects it doesn't have to be a big thing yeah well on that note i hope everyone has a great new year and a beautiful beginning uh middle and end of 2023 as it's coming up and manifesting bigger and brighter things for our future absolutely all right i'll talk to you soon mom Okay, bye. Bye. Right.